Welcome back to The Blind Side, episode five. Just had an epic Thursday night game. The Cardinals, like Kyler Murray, come up just a little short. Couldn't squeak out a win against the other six and three team. We'll get into that later, too. Uh, Seahawks 28, Arizona 21. We're going to talk everything about that game. Also, a big the motherfucking Knicks segment, but also... Can we still call Is them? there hope? Maybe we're not the motherfucking Knicks. Can now, we maybe have we graduated Knicks? to just the fucking Knicks? Or Knicks shit. Maybe just Knicks shit. Who knows? We'll, we'll see. see what happens. Uh, besides that, we got me and Dylan's top 15 wide receivers. We're going to see – there were nine, six, and three teams going in this week, so we're going to see what order we put that in. Of course, we got Contender Pretender. We're talking everything NBA draft, of course. We got a great show ahead, and let's just start it off with Seattle – Beating the Cardinals, moving to 7-3 on the year, Cardinals 6-4, Seahawks 28, Cardinals 21. Dill, what do you got for me? Yeah, so first things first, when did the Seahawks change their stadium name from Century yeah, to Luna? fuck that. <laughs> what? That's the dumbest shit of all Yeah, time. dude. Seattle, I feel like it's just Century Link is like – It's iconic. It's the 12th it's grade. Iconic. It's iconic. It's everything NFL football is amazing. And about. you know what my issue is? I don't even think – they're the loudest stadium in the NFL anymore, solely because, because of they the name. Because the, name. the name's just—they're definitely the most well lit. Oh, definitely. Oh, Lumen. Great lighting in Seattle. <laughs> great lighting for those neon jerseys. Wow. That Look at that. Cool. That's got to be it. That's definitely not what it was, but I think it might have been. Um, yeah. So, uh, Kyler. We're gonna. I want to talk Kyler first because I was kind of a. I, I mean, you guys know I was a big Kyler MVP train guy. I don't think this hurt him that much because his stat line was still pretty solid. 29 for 42, 269 and two. Nice. The only thing that I didn't like from Kyler today, to be completely honest with you, is just the running game. He wasn't yeah, there. Five for 15 on the ground. And when you're Kyler Murray, like you need to be taking advantage of your legs. Staying on the topic of Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, relatively quiet night, as you just mentioned from Kyler mm-hmm. and DeAndre Hopkins, as those two things usually go hand in yeah. hand. Uh, Hopkins only had five for 51 right. and did not have a touchdown. We'll say that. Larry Legend, eight for 62. Very low key. Yeah. I mean, especially against this 32nd ranked Seattle secondary. Even I Christian Kirk, four for 50. I right. expected the Cardinals to tear them apart. What's interesting to me is when we were watching that last drive together, I was consistently just seeing Kyler only looking at Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. Because he knows this dude's not going to drop the ball. It's literally free yards. Why don't I just throw him the ball? Eight yards over the middle. And then, oh, shit, Larry's covered? I'll just throw it to the best receiver in the NFL. In my opinion, maybe not Dylan's. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Other quarterback, we got to talk about Russ. 23 for 28. Great completion percentage. Awesome to see that. 197, though, and two. Yeah. Couldn't really get a lot going, but when they needed him, he could throw it. What I will say from Russ, first time in a long time, he hasn't had a turnover. Yeah. And when's the last time we could say that? But are we talking about Russ or Daniel Jones right there? Both. Daniel Jones <laughs> better than Russell Wilson? Wow. All right. <laughs> yeah, right? Let's take a step back. Carlos Hyde, 14 <laughs> for 79 and a touchdown. He actually looks really good. Yeah. He looks yeah, really he good. Explosive out of yeah. Uh, Bo Scarborough went down, though. Look at that. Jinx. Went down. Uh, he went down with an injury late. Six rushes for 31 yards. Tyler Lockett with a dead. Yeah. Nine for 67 on, and a touchdown on nine targets. On nine targets. Anytime Russ threw the ball, right there. Their, their completion percentage with Russ throws the locket yeah. is astronomical. I think it might be the That's highest crazy. in the league, actually. Like, I see DK drop all these bullshit passes. Like, that one in the end zone that yeah. should have been a touchdown hit him in the face. fucking head. How do you do that? Yeah, that whole sequence was wild. But, but Lockett, I feel like once Russ took, like, releases the ball to Lockett, everyone just takes, like, a deep breath back because everyone's like, oh, he's just going to catch it. We're good. Yeah. 
And it's interesting that that guy isn't a tight end because on most teams, like third and eight, who are you going to go to? Tight end over the middle, you're number one guy. For him, it's Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Staying with the Seahawks, mm-hmm. DK Metcalf, three for 46 and a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, he gave him good production all night. Obviously, the receptions Definitely. weren't there, but he was dangerous. He had that long PI call. Yeah, it was like a 40-yard. Set him up in the red zone yep. with like 13 seconds left, mm-hmm. and as we just mentioned, got hit in the face on the next pass. Yeah. Could have scored a touchdown. And he had a 40-yard catch called back because of a holding call. Yeah. In, what was that, first quarter, second quarter? It was definitely first Early in the game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, DJ Dallas with a big third down conversion early in the yep. game. Just a little shout out dot games. to him, gets shout the first. Out um, the yeah. refs as well. Can we talk oh, about dude, the refs had Seahawks minus three. It was three, three or three and a half. Whatever the line yeah. was, the refs took it. Dude, <laughs> what do we have? Like four PIs that we thought the whole game? And two on the, on the last drive. The cards were inside the 30. The one on Larry, by the way, yeah. Tyler. You can't throw that ball. That was a terrible That's a death decision. ball. Terrible You're, decision. That's the one position where the middle linebacker and the safety can still kill the receiver over the middle. Yeah. That's terrible. But it was P.I. It really was. I, I agree. And the Isabella one, Diggs got there early. Yeah, but definitely. 100%. I was, I think Andre Diggs, I feel like, should have been called for like seven penalties yeah, tonight. He also right? has the early contender for hit of the week. Yeah, dude. He, he lit him up. Rocked down. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Arnold thought he had the easiest first guy <laughs> yeah. of all time. He was like, oh, just throw Catches it, and Quandre oh, Diggs just lit him up. Yeah, yeah. But then he also did have that personal foul against Hopkins. Yeah. The ball was just nowhere near him. Not great. <laughs> um, yeah, Cardinals come up short, go to 6-4. and four. Interesting to see what the Rams do this week. Maybe because they're also 6-3 and three going yeah. this week. That division's uh, crazy. Last thing to note from yeah. this game, mm-hmm. uh, based on win-loss record and now being 7-3 and three leading their division, yeah. the Seahawks have the easiest remaining schedule in the entire NFL. There's no excuse for them to not make the playoffs. They have to win the division. There's no, there's no excuse. Division. If they don't, I don't think Russ can be MVP. Yeah, I agree. In my opinion. Like, I if I'm a voter, think he can be MVP. Uh, it's Mahomes. It's Mahomes. It's just yeah. Mahomes. I hate that it is, but it's just Mahomes. So, yeah, moving on from Thursday Night Football, well, Seahawks to Arizona. Before we move on from Thursday Night Football, tell me. Do you want to talk about Pub 52 for a second? You mean where I'm going to be for Thursday Night Football next we week and where we just watch the game? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Pub 52 is the spot. Is there really anything else to say? I mean, if you, you don't even have to be a UN kid. You could just be anyone in Miami. Like, if you need a place to just go, have a good time, drink with your friends, meet some nice people, Pub 52. Yeah. But let's say you are a Miami student, and let's say you happen to have an 11 p.m. curfew because you live on Lakeside. I believe it's midnight now. Which is Did they extend it? Shout out Lakeside. Oh, midnight. Yeah, shout out to Lakeside. Looking but what's interesting about Pub 52, walking distance from campus. Wow. It's on sunset. That's so brilliant. important to get back safely, be, be responsible with everything, of course. But, you know, it's definitely a benefit that Pub, unlike a lot of bars, will give you. And Pub, by the way, oh, my God. It's, it's kind of hard for me to talk about Pub 52 without mentioning their french fries. Not going to yeah. lie to you. Oh, the burger. <laughs> dude, the burger's so oh, good. Dude. Do you know how bad I want a bacon burger right now? Like, a, just, a, just some nice, just a nice patty, pepper jack, a little bacon on top, maybe some barbecue. Oh, okay, I'm making myself hungry. I got to stop. <laughs> we love Pub. Everyone needs to check out Pub 52. Shout out to them for continuing to sponsor us up. We love Pub 52. Love everything you're doing. We'll be there next week. See you there. As a matter of fact, we should probably bring up that in case you guys didn't know, their Sunday brunch, you get $15 bottomless mimosas, margaritas, and Bloody Marys. Wow. $15. That's what we're doing this weekend. Got it. Okay, cool. Before we fly home. Cool. That's brilliant. Good to know. All right, Chemo. I mean, thanks for that. Not only do you just help the listeners. A Wednesday special, Chemo. Yeah, as a matter of fact, Wednesdays, who doesn't like a ladies' night? And more than ladies, because as a matter of fact, they drink their first champagne glass on the house. 
Wow. So free champagne if you just show up to the best bar in town. Yeah. Okay. What more do you guys want? Like, what more can I do to convince you guys? Over twenty screens for. <laughs> what are you? Twenty football. screens to watch so much football. I counted it myself. Can yeah. Football. Dylan actually did go through the process. I am glad that like you counted them. That just makes me feel uh, so much better about it. Yeah. There was a point where he lost track. He had to start over. It's all good though. We figured it out. We got there. Uh, but we love Bub. What else is there to say? Not being there to say. Are you ready to move on into the next? Um. Yeah. So. Do you want to do NFL week, what we're looking forward to the rest of the week? Yeah. 100%. Okay. So I, that was actually my, this game was the first one I yeah, had right now. Obviously, this was the first Stands out on paper. I just course. want to give you a quick, oh shit, that's interesting. Tell me, please. So in week one this year, yeah. uh, just because we're on the topic of Cardinals, uh-huh. uh, DeAndre Hopkins had more catches combined than all the Texans receivers. So, Bill O'Brien, you fucking idiot. So Hopkins had 14 receptions to total 14 receptions. Right. <laughs> okay. And the Texans receivers, I'll list them off in order yeah. of receptions. Uh, Will Fuller had eight. Brandon Cooks had two. Randall okay. Cobb, two. Carter, one. Still zero. Kuti, zero. And Coulter, zero. Wow. For a grand total of 13. 13. Yeah. Look at that math, my man. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Quick math. Uh, yeah, so I have a no shit that's interesting because the next game I want to mention is Eagles-Browns. I feel oh, like that really? could be really fun for, like, no reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that, that could be, be like, yeah, like, something dumb's going to happen. That would be awesome. Crazy Browns stat that I saw. Here's a no shit that's interesting for you. So, Nick Chubb's last game was week four before he came back this yeah. week. The Browns hadn't scored a rushing touchdown since week four no going shit. into that game. That's interesting. Oh, shit, that's interesting. Because we think, like, oh, Kareem Hunt, he's great, right? Didn't get in the end zone for all those weeks. That's kind of interesting. Well, he didn't get in the end zone. Rushing. 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 He definitely had, like, one or two. You're like, eh. Because he was going off the fantasy. He was. He was. Uh, You want to tell me again? Yeah. Uh, I have Saints-Falcons. That was the next one on my list. Like, obviously, just because this division is crazy. It's so fun. Like, the game may not even be good just just because the records are so far apart. Exactly. I just think Saints-Falcons screams hectic in the fourth quarter. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I also have Chiefs-Raiders just because it's the one game the Chiefs have lost this year. It's going to be a fun rematch. Really? I think the Chiefs are going to smoke them. But, I mean, like, the Raiders have looked great, but this is another level. Like, Mahomes isn't going to lose to the same team twice. So, my only note for that game, because I also have that in here. Oh, okay. uh, Take the over and just enjoy your free money. Yeah, seriously. Like, whatever pick, it is. Obviously, the Chiefs, I think, will win 10, 10 point win, yeah. uh, maybe 37 27 final. Okay. Oh, that's, that's, my, that's my prediction. I would go, I'd go 35 28. Okay. I'll keep that capable of one possession. Lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have Rams Bucks in here. That's the last one. Six for me. and three versus yeah. seven and three. I think that'll be fun. If the Rams win, which they won't. But really? if they do, they'll be top of the division. I kind of think they will. Even though the Seahawks beat the Cardinals, they're not beating the Bucks. There's no one. Really? You don't think so? Not a chance. I don't know. The yeah, NFC West, though, is just clearly the best. I just think McVay is such a fucking genius. Thing. Yeah, I, I think McVay's a genius, but I think Tom Brady is also the opposing quarterback. And they have Evans, Godwin, and A.B. And Jalen Ramsey can only lock up one of them. Yeah, not right. to mention Ronald Jones. Yeah, and Gronk. Yeah, wow. That's fucking Christ, so dude. It's an ultimate team. Um, but, yeah, that's the only games I had. I have one out. more Tell just me. for Week 11. Yeah. Uh, Jets, Chargers. Like, I feel like that could be spicy. an interesting game. Just because the Chargers D is, like, so banged up. Yeah, like, that's low-key true. If the Jets win, it's going to be now. This will be the only game this season they win if they can. I think Herbert's going to throw for 500 yards. Yeah, he probably might. Will. Yeah, yeah, he probably will. <laughs> that haircut makes him look fucking dumb, though. He looks like a 13-year-old. He looks yeah, like dude. Sid from Toy Story. Oh, my God. He literally went from, like, Cali flow guy to, like, don't come to school tomorrow. <laughs> like, that type of stuff. 
Um, but yeah, that's all I got for week 11. You want to move into top 15 receivers or yeah. do you want to do six and three? So usually we do top 10. Yeah. Um, but for receiver, I just feel like there was more area to dispute, yep. especially mm-hmm. if you go into 15. Right. So that's why we did 15 this week. Mm-hmm. Um, one, we both have Hopkins. There's no way. We yeah, we both do. Two, we both have Julio. Yep. And three, we both have Devontae. Yeah. Like, I just knew that was going to be. That's going to, that's logical. That's logical. Yeah. But I think we may have some disagreement at four. Yeah. Um, who do you have at four? I have Stefan Diggs. Okay. Interesting. I, I put Diggs at five. Okay. Um, I have Tyreek at four. But okay. I definitely understand the reasoning for Diggs. Yeah. Most receptions. So I think Tyreek actually right? leads the league in touchdowns right now or something, something like that. He's like crazy, going crazy in the end zone yeah. this year. He's like, a, he's not only a deep threat, he's now a red zone threat, yeah. which is good to see. But Especially the step. Yeah. Oh, my God. The step up that Diggs has taken with this Bills system, like I think he leads the league in targets and yards right now, like and receptions. And receptions. Yeah. Like this dude is like, I don't know what more you can ask for. He's playing out of his mind. Yeah, he's out of his mind. And I think if they if the Bills do make the playoffs, which I think they will at this point, Dolphins are coming for him now. Dolphins are gonna be nine and three at three weeks. Who knows? But I Bold think prediction there. I think I think crazy. I think Stefan Diggs might have like a historical playoff run. If, if, like, I can see that being, like, a headline. Is he the one that caught the Minnesota Miracle? It, it is. Diggs! Yeah. Sideline! Oh, my God. Magical. Yeah, that was right. amazing. Uh, who do you have at six? Or five. Who do you have at five, sorry. I have Michael Thomas at five. Okay, so. I want to switch him with Tyreek. Do you have Tyreek at six? Yes, I have Tyreek at six. I have Thomas at six. I want to put Tyreek above him so bad. Yeah. And I hate Michael Thomas because he's such a bitch. But, like. Slam boy. Yeah, he's slant boy, but like you can't deny the numbers. Yeah, last yeah, year. No, it was he, a historic season. I gotta give him the credit. Yeah, like I have Tyreek at a six, but I think I'll move him up. Yeah, I mean we have the same top six, just in a different order. Who do you have at Four seven? Six. I have Alan Robinson. Really? Okay. Yeah. I have Mike Evans. Really? I don't yeah. even. I, okay, I have Mike Evans on the list, not in the top ten. Though. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So you're why are you so low on it? I'm, I'm curious. I have another Bucks receiver in the top ten. I do too. I have Godwin. I have Godwin. Where do you have it? I do too. Wow. Look at that. Okay. So, so I love Mike Evans. I loved him at AM. Him and Johnny Football at AM was just fucking awesome. Like, that's yeah. just great television. He's all, he's a red zone threat. He catches every ball in the, in the end zone, unless that uh, Marshawn Lattimore is on him, okay. the Saints corner, and he just locks him down no matter what. Marshawn Lattimore is sick. Yeah, he is. But uh, Mike Evans is like a true number one receiver, and I think Godwin could be too, and I think Antonio Brown could be too. It's just the way the Bucks' offense is. Yeah. So, uh, who do you have at eight? I have Keenan. I have Keenan at okay. eight. Wow, look at this. Okay. Yeah, Keenan's just a weapon. Yeah. If you need someone to go to on third down, you throw the ball to Keenan. He also has the high, second highest target share in the league right now. Really? Yeah. I believe that. Because if you're a rookie quarterback, you're going to rely on the guy that can catch the ball exactly. and get every third down. He's right? like a lock. Yeah, I think that, it's great that Herbert's figured that out very early. You know what I mean? That's like a good sign One for thing him. I, I'm not on the topic of Herbert. Yeah. I just love to see him use Hunter. Yeah, you know, that really does surprise me. so quiet. Because rookies throw their tight ends a lot when they need just someone to go to reliably. Yeah. But I guess that is the Keenan Allen role. He kind of plays that for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, nine, I have Allen Robinson. I have DK Metcalf. Okay, interesting. So I actually had DK like at eight going into this game, but then yeah. I saw him drop that ball and I was like, fuck you, well, you're 11. Now. You got hit. Yeah, he's face. 11. Yeah, <laughs> he's 11. So. Let's just, I'm going to recap my 9, 10, 11, just because we've been talking about it. My 9, 10, 11 is Robinson, Godwin, DK. Okay, I have DK, Godwin, Terry McLaurin. Really? You're, yeah. You have McLaurin that high? At 11, yeah. Okay, interesting. I think he's talented. Oh, he really he's is. He's so fast. He's very underrated. So athletic. Yeah, so I have McLaurin at 13. Okay, interesting. So I have DK at 11. Yeah. I have Kenny Galladay at 12. 
I think he's really underrated. I think he's really underrated. Availability is the best. I know that's just one knock. But when he's there, like he consistently puts up a hundred yards. Oh yeah, like he's always got. What was that stat you gave? Oh, hundred yards. Yeah, he's either had a hundred yards or touchdown in every game. Yeah, love him in fantasy when he's on the field. That's outrageous. Who do you have at twelve? I have Mike Evans at twelve. Okay, so that explains that. Yeah, and then I have McLaurin at thirteen. So I have Adam Thielen. Okay. I thought Adam Thielen. I think he's been really good this year. Interesting. So who do you have at fourteen then? Who do you think I have at fourteen? I think you think I think you have who I have, but I is it Amari? No, you, you have Amari at fourteen. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't even think of the Cowboys receivers just because really? I haven't had to in weeks. I don't think it's fair to do this list just solely based off production. I agree because quarterback situation. Yeah, of course, if, if of course. Allen Robinson had a competent quarterback. He'd be a top five. Be in the top five. Yeah, he's without a doubt. Yeah. That's why Amari's so low in my list. Okay. He started the season so hard. Interesting. With Dak? Yeah. yeah. So, this was – my 14 was – I have A.J. Brown. Okay. so I'm have, really high on A.J. Brown. I have A.J. Brown at 15. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. So Jesus, interesting. dude. This is crazy we're so similar. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, A.J. Brown's a stud. such a disputed category. Yeah, seriously. So, one run through your list, 1 through 15, so people can hear it. Hopkins, Julio, Devontae, Tyreek. Diggs, Thomas, Allen Robinson, Keenan, DK Metcalf, Chris Godwin, Terry McLaurin, Mike Evans, Adam Thielen, Amari Cooper, and AJ Brown. Okay, so my fifteen, I don't even think fifteen. So. I feel, okay. I feel. So you had them in your yeah. Well. So my top fifteen were Hopkins, Julio, Devonte, Diggs, Slant Boy, Tyreek, Mike Evans, Keenan, Robinson, Godwin, DK Metcalf, Kenny. Scary Terry, AJ Brown, Thielen. So out of fifteen players, we had fourteen of the same, right? The Just Galladay yeah, and Cooper. Okay, interesting. That's wild. So yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so these lists are just completely true. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so we're we're right. Is the point of that? We're just right. So you want to go six and three off? Uh yeah. 100%. All right. So I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. Lot. So my my list. Just tell me. Yeah, as you alluded to earlier, mm-hmm. and I'm going to re-explain it. Yeah, um, because there are so many of them right. at this point in the season that all have the same record. Yeah, we thought it would be really interesting to rank them. Yeah, and not in order, just the teams that are six and three. I'm going to list them all. Yeah, now, so you can make your own opinion. Good call. Listening. Pause it real quick. Make your list. See if it matches up. Ravens, Raiders, Colts, Titans, Browns, Seahawks, Cardinals, Dolphins, and Rams. Obviously, the Seahawks and Cardinals just played, but we so, did this. Yes. So the Cardinals are six and four. Seahawks are seven and three. But exactly. for all purposes, they're six. And four. Okay. Do you want to start with nine? And there's no way we don't have it. It's the Colts. We both hate Philip Rivers. Really? Yeah. I don't even have the Colts at nine. What? Who do you have? I have the Browns at nine. I have the Browns at eight. Okay. Yeah, the Browns, Browns suck. I, yeah, but I just fucking hate Philip Rivers, dude. He's so annoying. I can't – like, I can watch yeah, Browns games. No, I, I can't watch Colts games. But I don't think the Colts are as bad as the Browns. I think they are better, honestly. I just yeah. fucking hate Philip Rivers. That's fair. Yeah. Honestly, so, I don't even have the Colts at, seven, at, at eight. At eight. I'm sorry. Really? I have the Titans at eight, and then I have the Colts at seven. Yeah, I have the Titans at seven. Okay, well, just because the Colts beat the Titans last yeah. week, I feel like recency bias. Right. I had to put Makes sense. I just hate Phillip Rivers. That's why he's not. Yeah. No. Six? I hate Phillip Rivers, too. Facts. Don't yeah. get me wrong. This is a, this is a hating Phillip Rivers podcast. I hate Phillip Dude Rivers. cannot pull out of a drive. Uh, at six, I have the Raiders. Okay. I have the Raiders as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's, like that that's an obvious consensus. Because I think... After the Raiders, there is a little bit of a step yeah, up, definitely. right? So, do you have who do you have? I have the Ravens at five. I have the Ravens at five too. Yeah, I because don't think the I, Ravens are all that. I think the Dolphins are better than the Ravens. I agree. Legitimately. I actually have the Dolphins much higher on this list. Really, I have them next. I have, I have them the at four. Seahawks at four. 
Yeah, the Seahawks have four. So going into tonight, the Seahawks have the worst, like historically yeah. the worst defense of all. Okay. Time. So I don't think that team is ready to compete in the playoffs. Right. At the teams that do have better defenses yep. level. Okay. I can give you that. I can get you that. So I have the Seahawks at four. Who did you say you had four again? Uh, at four, I have the Dolphins. Okay. I have the Dolphins. So I have the Dolphins a little higher. Yep. Uh, at three, I have the Rams. Okay. You're going to hate me. You have the Cardinals here? No, I have the Seahawks at three. Okay. I have the Rams at one. Wow. I love the Rams. <laughs> I'm such a Rams guy. So I have the Rams at three. Okay. I have the Dolphins at two. That's awesome. I fucking love that. Yeah. I love that. Because the Dolphins are great. They're going to be nine and three. Their point differential is outrageous. Yeah. What is it? Like 60? 60. Nice, dude. They're getting there, man. They're doing what they need to do. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The Dolphins are nice with it. I am so high on the Rams for like, really, to be honest with you, it's just three things. It's Sean McVay, it's Aaron Donald, and it's Jalen Ramsey. It's, so that's Sean it. McVay in the defense. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically it. And Goff off play action is just yeah, – it, it is, is nice. He looks kind of majestic. He looks nice. Like, on a play action, he just jams that in. Yeah, it's kind of cute. Yeah, he likes that rollout. Are you ready to move into contender contender? Yep. So, I'm pretty sure we're going to have, like, exact similar list this week. Yeah. We AFC, I have Chiefs, Steelers, Bills, contenders. Yep. Pretenders, Raiders, Dolphins, Colts, Browns, Titans, Ravens. I have all those. Okay. Do you have anyone else? I have the Dolphins, actually – Really? Yeah. I want to see one more before I'm like, okay. So hear me out. If we're on this, Dolphins are going to be nine and three. Yeah. Why not just label them a contender now? Okay. The Dolphins are a contender. <laughs> I am <laughs> very easily convinced. Three through 13 weeks as the Dolphins. Yeah. And that's also like the, yeah, that's just an understandable. Have to have a nice day. The benefit of it. Yeah. So Chiefs, Steelers, Bills, Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, to repeat, Pretenders, Colts, Raiders, Browns, Titans, Ravens. Exactly. Anyone else does that leave out? You want to give me your NFC? Yeah. I have as contenders, I still have the Cardinals, even yep, though I do too. the defeat tonight. I do too. Um, I have the Packers, I have the Bucks, and the Seahawks, just because they beat the Cardinals tonight. But going into this game, I okay. did not have the Seahawks as contenders. Don't have the Rams? I do not have the Rams. What about the Saints? I do have the Saints. Okay, Sorry. so I have the Saints with an asterisk because Breeze is out. Yeah. I want to okay. see Jameis. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Because that could really affect it. But, like, if Jameis is serviceable, I have the Saints there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so, now, as pretenders, I have the Eagles, the Rams, the Niners, the Bears. Right. And my newest addition to the list is they're now competing for the division. Right. The Giants. Yeah, I have the Giants as Super Bowl favorites. But, I'll, yeah, I can see why you have them as pretenders. I get that. Not, I'm a little biased, you can say. Um, yeah, so that's what we got for Pretender Pretender. Do we want to move into the draft or anything else you want to get in before? I would just love to give you a couple of no shit. That's I'd love to hear them. I got a few for you, I too. Hit me with a no here. shit. That's interesting. All right, so my first one, are you ready for this? Tell me. Lamar Jackson has eight games in his career with 100-plus rushing yards. He's played 40 total games. Michael Vick, who holds the record for most 100-yard rushing games yeah. by a QB, has 10. And he played 137 games in his career. Really? So, that's Lamar Jackson is about to smash that record. Yeah, no shit. That's interesting. No shit. I got one for you. Tom Brady has right. never lost three yeah. divisional games in a season. No shit. That's no shit. That's all right. All right. Are they playing division rivals? No, they're playing the Rams this week. They're playing the Rams this week. Okay. Yeah. They have lost two, though. Both to the Saints. To the Saints, yeah. Wow. Maybe they're the prick tonight. All right, you ready for this one? Tell me. Alex Smith. Okay. Alex Smith has been studying film of Philip Rivers to learn how to play without using his legs. That was my last no shit. That's interesting because, like, 
That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. that, that's the only acceptable situation in which you should be studying Philip Rivers. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. And like, if you want to like have a lot of kids, but also like yeah, in, in the pocket, he's nice with it. When he does that little like, eh, eh, like it's, it's so weird. It just doesn't make sense to me in my brain. That was my last, no shit. That's interesting. I have one more for you. And I, I don't want to start a war with like Lions fans. Okay. And I hope they continue to listen after this week. How many playoff wins do you think the Lions have since 1957? I mean, like, I want to say at least one. It's one. Is it really one? One single one. It's crazy that people automatically say that the Browns are, like, the worst, but the Lions are clearly worse. Yeah, like, like, very clearly worse. Sad yeah, I don't get – you know what I think it is? It's because everyone feels so bad for Matt Stafford yeah. that they won't say, like, wow, you're, you're bad. You guys well, suck. He's not. Oh, no, he's awesome. Matt I love, Stafford I love is the most underrated quarterback. Yeah, dude, he was sick at Georgia. Yeah, I fucking love him. Yeah. But it's terrible. Suck. It's terrible. Um, yeah, that's all I got for no shit. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm ready to move on to the draft. All right, the and, draft. For, and for the draft, we have our friend, Red Cup News, Chema Garcia, in the building, repping the Knicks hat. So let's talk the motherfucking Knicks. Maybe they're the fucking Knicks, or let's talk some Knicks shit. Let's talk some Knicks shit. Let's, like let's, let's talk some Knicks shit. Little, there's just too, much, there's too so, much to talk about the Knicks. Like, I, I don't even know where to start. Um, yeah. I, mean, like, I mean, is there is it good Knicks in the okay. building? Can I just start by saying, what a draft. What a draft, man. What a draft. We got Obi. This is the first time in Nick's history yeah. that I have liked the first round pick that they've Yeah, made. dude. You know what was hilarious is, by the way, check out our Instagram, by the way, at BlindsidePod. There's a hilarious clip of me and Dylan's reaction to getting Obi Toppin. And yeah. Dylan had to, like, take a second because he was like, did so, we really just take the person I wanted? So or am I imagining this? What happened was, <laughs> and you'll be able to clearly see in my reaction. Yeah, you got to see the video. I'm just so used to the Knicks not picking yeah. the right player. Frank Nilakina. <laughs> right? Is that all he was in? Yeah. I mean, the, he was kind of good. He was, was good, good, but still. Like, not a New York guy. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, just getting back to Obi. I'm so glad we didn't take Denny of Dia. That's yeah, what I thought Adam Silver said. In the video, I literally said, don't thought fucking said. say Denny of Dia. And he went up. Oh, he looks good, too. Like, uh, Avila he, does like, look good. But he, I, like, he does I'm look good, but Topin has proven himself. If you exactly. Mean, like, and I'm sick of the Knicks taking international people. Just take someone that went to a college. Yeah. <laughs> like, please. Obi Toppin, fun fact. Yeah. Grew up in the same town as I did. Really? In Westchester. New yeah. York. So this is like, oh my God. Just from yeah. like a. This is a great. From a business standpoint, not even like, not even talking about just him on the court. Like having the hometown comeback kid yeah. as the centerpiece of this draft is so awesome. And if he succeeds to the level, which I think he very well could, this is going to be great for the Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. So he's. Six foot nine, two hundred twenty pounds. We actually did something good. AP Player of the Year at Dayton, average twenty, and low key shot thirty nine from three. Not bad. And by the way, yeah, I heard we're bringing Mello back to teach him how to oh shoot. Oh my god, dude! Could you imagine that? There is nothing I want more than Carmelo Anthony to be back on the Knicks. If there's a God, make this happen, please, sports gods. I prayed to you before every Yankees game. Just please answer my one prayer. I want Mello. So yeah, you still, no you still believe in God after Jake. You still believe in God being in yeah. after all the heartbreak of the Knicks. It's hard to trust has, me. It's has really he answered your prayers at any point? Yeah, ain't no God stopping just me awake at this point. You know, this is not. Yeah, he might. So let me ask you guys: Besides Would, would you rather take? Would you rather take Obi Toppin or James Wiseman as a big man on the Knicks? So my thing about that is. James Wiseman is more of a true five. Yeah. And, and we're we definitely set in that category with Mitch. Yeah. 
who's probably one of the most elite rim protectors. And we just fully guaranteed his salary for next yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, the only thing with Mitch is he can't stay out of foul trouble. At all. He needs to work on it. But him. if he works on that, yeah. I would rather have Mitchell Robinson than James Wiseman straight up. Exactly. Robinson. And with Wiseman, like, there's oh, – I don't like him, to be honest. Like, he's sick. He's good. But he played three games in college. Yeah. Like, there is no way of saying maybe he can play with grown and, men. And that's not to say that because you play no games in college doesn't mean you're not good. Oh, yeah, that's not to say he's not talented. It's just a risk that organizations and I would think about. You know what I mean? completely agree. I would never have taken Wiseman. Well, in general, the top three this year were all just huge risks. Yeah, and also, that's so I wanted to talk about that, right? So Mm -hmm. there was no clear number one in this draft. Anthony Edwards doesn't understand how Hibachi works. Yeah. Betty fucking Hana? Betty fucking Hana? If you guys haven't seen this report about Anthony Edwards, apparently he would walk into Betty Hana and, like, heat up his leftovers on the hibachi grill. Like, on on the stove. What an idiot. How do you not know how hibachi works? I think he's been taking lessons, maybe. He really (laughs) must. Now he wants to be a rapper. He says, like, he's not even that under. He doesn't like basketball. I don't care how. He says he likes football more. Like, this is just a very questionable number Like, if if I'm an organization, I'm not taking anyone that says that number one. Yeah. I don't care how talented you are. I'm not doing it. I think the Timberwolves yeah. actually like had second thoughts though because if you saw, yeah. they waited until like the last second. The they were shopping it. No, no, they definitely like took their sweet time with it, definitely. and everyone, everyone else was just like, boom, you know. I think they were just it. fielding offers until the last minute, right? They must have just been like, someone call me, someone call me, someone call me, Jesus Christ! But yeah, so uh, let's get back to Obi if you don't mind. I mean, I'm just ready to get back to the Knicks in general. Tell me if you have more for Obi Toppin. Go ahead. I mean, ain't no stopping Obi Toppin. That's all I gotta I say. That. Put it on a t-shirt. It. Yeah, no, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy a jersey like in 20 minutes. Yeah. To be honest with you, like when we get off. Like, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, the next second pick. Yeah. At 23, I yep. think this was one of the greatest managerial decisions. Yeah. Like whoever's working in the front office right now and that made this decision, <laughs> thank yeah. you. Yeah, seriously. Because what you just did was set us up for this year and the future. Exactly. Which is something the Knicks have never taken yeah. into so, account. Before. So give me your your breakdown. So they draft Leandro Balmaro. Yep. who is this great three-point shooter, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Yes. They take him at 23. They turn that around for 25 and, and 33. 33. Yeah. And at 25, we get Emmanuel quickly yep. via the Timberwolves, via the Thunder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Notably. Who, by the way, is an unbelievable point guard, which we need. Okay, so our first our first round pick and our second round pick were AP Player of the Year and SEC Player of the Year. Yeah. I mean, he was actually still a first-round pick. Yeah. Because I was 25. Oh, my God, you're right. Our first and second pick. Yeah. Shot 43% from three. And as a Knicks fan, that's all I wanted to hear, to yeah. be honest. And Just, then we need a shooter. We also got the 33rd pick out of that deal where, yep. we, where we drafted Aturu. Daniel Aturu. And yep. then we traded him for a 2023 second rounder. And you know what I love about that? This is the really important thing. 2023 is the first year that high school kids can declare from the draft. Really? Straight out of high school. That's so smart. So I hope that's that. the reason. And I hope it happens. I hope that's the reason that the Knicks had for that. But that sounds smart. So when did they decide that you were allowed to come out of high school? I genuinely couldn't tell you when, but I saw it in a couple of Knicks articles I was reading earlier. I'm trade. Was LeBron the last player to come straight out of high school or have there been some after? I think there was more. I think there was more after him. Yeah, I don't think there was more after. But I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. I think you're right. Um, Clay Thompson tore his Achilles. Yeah, he's out for the year. Prayers to Clay, dude. Dude, Clay Thompson. How long ago were we just watching Clay Thompson drop like 35 in one quarter? Like literally, like a week or two ago. 
And after that video, we also queued up Clay dropping 37. With dribbling like four dribbles. Four dribbles? Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> did did you guys hear that the Warriors brought in Kelly Obrey Jr.? Yeah, they yeah, trade a first round. That pick. was a crazy. Dude, how many first round picks do the Thunder have now? Like ninety. So they have, I think, fifteen in the next five years, which is outrageous. Yeah, Thunder are building for the future. I gotta hope. At this <laughs> I mean, point. And they definitely rebuilt at the right time, which I was saying last night yeah. while we were watching. Exactly. Definitely, because all these teams are in a very much win now mentality, exactly. and they're trying to build super teams. And and they offloaded Russ and PG right. for a ton of. Picks. And like, let's be honest. If you're if you're like working for the Thunder right now. You're never gonna be a top five seed in the West in the next foreseeable future. Yeah. In my opinion. Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, honestly, the Suns. Could they could the Suns look good. They could I think the Mavs. Chris Paul, Devin Bunker, DeAndre Aiden. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but what about um, the Mavs? I'm telling you, the Mavs. Mavs look good. Mm-hmm. Who knows Bobon. what the Rockets are gonna do, Seriously, so I'm not gonna Bobon? say that. Oh, I hope they still have Bobon. Dude, Boban is the nicest dude, apparently. Yeah, so dude. All the, everybody in the have you does. seen that video of Boban like just sticking his arm up and like Luca can't reach the ball because because Boban is just massive. Yeah, dude, he can dunk standing. Really, just like not even jumping, just standing on the ground. Insane. Um, Getting back to the Nets, tell me, um, Emmanuel, quickly, just a couple of stats. Mm-hmm. Tell me, won the Jerry West Shooting Guard of the Year award. Really, was first team All American. Dropped twenty four on Tyrese Halliburton. Twenty eight. What am I? I'm sorry. This is not. <laughs> this is not a. Emmanuel, Emmanuel quickly is six foot three point guard out yeah. of Kentucky. I won SEC Player of the Year. I I in, said the wrong name. You're good. I was talking about who the Knicks got after the draft. Well, tell me about undrafted it. Undrafted. I've Powell. I've actually seen Powell. him play before. Yeah, he's a great player. Yeah, and what I just said applies to him about winning yeah. Jerry West Shooting Guard of the Year award. Yeah, being a first team All American. Dropping 24 on Tyrese Halliburton. One of the better defensive prospects in the draft. Maybe the first or second besides a quorum. This next one hurts a little bit because he dropped 28 on Emmanuel quickly. So, like, positives and negatives there. Um, 32 on Peyton Pritchard and 37 on Cash Spencer. Really? Okay. So, he balled. Yeah. And he's playing competition. You know what I mean? He ran the biggies. Yeah. Um, Underrated draft story. Now that LaMelo got drafted number three of the Hornets, maybe LaVar and MJ will do that 1v1. Maybe they'll do it. Funny thing about Lamelo. Yeah. The second ball to actually play in North Carolina. Oh, Lavar. Lavar was back a in the day. For the back Panthers. in the day. Lavar <laughs> laying people out. Actually, um, you know the, yeah, ball, so, the ball brothers are actually the only two brothers to go top five in NBA history. Yeah, I saw that, that stat. The craziest stat. There. You got to yeah. what's the, I was about to say, what's the third kid's deal? Really Is he like any good? Okay, so he was the one that had the problem with Trump here. and China. You remember that? Like, oh like, yeah, dude, I he saw that. Like shop, he said this. Angela's list. been on some whack shit. I don't know what he's doing. So okay. back to the next for a minute. Yeah, I have a ton more. Yeah, so really the starting five right now, in my opinion, <laughs> I have that exact thing. So DSJ. Yeah. Because I don't think quickly to start right away. I agree. Right? I agree. But when I would learns, like to see him get minutes. When he learns and yep. gets into the offense, yep. I think he will be. I think he'll start as a six man and then take over. Okay, I'm cool with that. Uh, we did lose Alfred Payton, Taj Gibson, and Bobby Portis today. That we killed like forty million dollars. No, no, no. We didn't lose just them. Oh really? We lost. We got rid of Wayne Ellington, Theo Pinson, and Kenny Wooten as well. We cleared Ooh. forty million in cap space. I know. Yeah. I'm a little upset about the last one because he kind of showed flashes in the like G League. Like, he was a really good yeah, rotation in the G League. So I, I don't think that they should have cut Wooten, but I'm happy that they cut the other five exactly. six players. So. I have DSJ, and then I have RJ at the two. Yeah. Do you think Obi starts right, right away? I think he should. I think right? he starts right away. So I him not three. Overall pick right away. 
Yeah, I have him at three, at the three, yeah. Randall at the four, then Mitch at the five. Yeah, that's a top 16 needs. I like that. I like that a lot. Tell me, tell me that team doesn't win 45 games next year. I have a no shit that's interesting for you. Yeah. The longest tenured Nick right now is Frank Nielakini. Oh, that's how young we are, to be honest. Like, what is that, like three years? 26? Yeah, yeah. Something like crazy like that. He was the 2017 to 2018 draft, I believe, Nielakini, I think. Yeah. Right? Because, oh, yeah, he was the pick right before Dennis Smith Jr., who I wanted us to take out of NC State. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. So, like, do you think the Knicks are making the playoffs this year? Um, I don't want to get all my hope up. Yeah. So, here's my thing, right? I think but? we could be. <laughs> I want to see the moves we make this offseason. Yeah. Free agency starts tomorrow. Yeah. I have – so, this is my one signing that I want, no matter what. Yeah. I want Fred Van Vliet. So, so bad. Considering we just cut half the roster. Yeah. We definitely need to make some signings. Yeah. We have $35 million to spend. I think it's 40 now. No. Oh, so we made another trade today. I don't okay. know if you saw. I may not have. So basically the trade was like the our draft rights for some random guy. It doesn't even matter. It's basically for nothing. We're acquiring Ed Davis, and who's, for, who's basically just the salary dump for them. He's a $5 million contract expiring this year. And we get two second-round picks. That's a great deal. So we get two second-round picks for $5 million, That's basically. And a rotational center. Yeah. I mean, I'm one of the people that thought the Knicks record last year didn't really reflect how yeah. well they played because they lost a lot of close games. Very true. They ended 21 and 45. Yeah. I think they win upwards of 35 wins this year. I can and say that. that would have made the playoffs last year. Yeah. Would have snuck into it's true. I think it was 37 and 35. Was this yeah, it was something like that. It was something like that. Um, so the thing that's holding me back about saying the Knicks are going to make the playoffs this year is that yeah. the Nets are back. Like, yeah, a real contender. Nets. I want to see if Harden goes to the Nets because if Harden goes to the Nets, I'm gonna freak out. So I have a hot take on that. Tell me, that will get vetoed. Why would it get vetoed? Like the CP3 of the Lakers back in the day. Exactly. That's interesting. Oh, like David Stern got a lot of shit for that, but I think Harden to the Nets is even more outrageous than that. Who takes the ball up on the Nets? Yeah. They're just alternate. Oh, it's positional spasms. I'm going to see Jared Allen take the ball. Yeah, I think they fully transitioned to position positional spasms. Yeah, I got to think so, right? Are you guys ready to move on from the next, or do you have more? Yeah. Uh, oh, I got one more thing. So, besides Van Vliet, I, th- I think we can both agree that'd be a great addition. Right? I agree. I think Dude, so. I love Fred Van Vliet. I think he has the cleanest hairline in the league. Yeah, he does. Doesn't he get get, I think his day. game day ritual is a morning haircut. That looks like Drake. A little, baby Drake. a little bit, right? say baby that. Drake. Oh, is that a known thing? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Baby Drake. So, yeah, ain't no stopping Obi Toppin. The Knicks actually did a great job with the draft. I hope we get Melo back. I hope we get Van Vliet and maybe a couple of rotational guys. We got $35 million to spend. Yeah. Let's spend. We got a lot of room. Yeah. I, I love what this new what this new ownership is doing. I mean, not new, not new ownership, but basically just like the new guys in the office. Leon's cleaning house a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Leon Rose is a great new executive for the next really couple uh, but yeah, I'm good. You want to go to the draft? Yeah. Last thing for the Knicks is just we don't need Westbrook out of the draft quickly. I agree. It's just so wasting that cap space point. would be poorly used on Westbrook. Do you want? So let's say we sign Van Vliet. Yeah. Do you then trade Dennis Smith because we draft quickly? 100. percent Yeah, I think so too. I would love. And to Dennis Smith is kind of a failure in the Knicks, though. Yeah, that's true. The only thing I love about DSJ is that he's just so athletic. Like, yeah, I've so, been in game. Like, I've been yeah. at the game. Oh, he's fun to watch. Where he's he dunks, like, two feet above the center. He really is he like a poor man's Westbrook. He he's a poor man's Westbrook. Yeah, that's opinion, exactly right. right. All right, uh, moving on from the Knicks, uh, which, by the way, I'm pumped about if you couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> the motherfucking Knicks. Uh, Maybe it sucks Knicks shit. Let's talk some other notable picks and other teams that have good drafts. Yeah, so tell me. So I think we all expected the top three, even with the news coming out, yeah. in any order, to right. be Edwards, Wiseman, Ball. 
I think the only true lock of the draft was Wiseman going to Warriors at two if they didn't trade pick. Yeah. Everyone knew that was like, Barring any trades, that yeah. was the time. That was the guarantee. Yes. Um, but let's talk about the fourth pick for a second. Because yeah. that shocked a lot of people. Yeah. So, Patrick Williams, right? Plus 3,000 to go fourth overall. Was he really plus, plus 3,000? Wow, that's so interesting. That's the most outrageous. First of all, there's no reason that the Bulls shouldn't have traded down. I agree. Maybe even with the Knicks, luckily, Obi felt us at eight, but I felt like the there Bulls were rumors that, that we were going to shop that pick, that we were going to try and make that, or to yeah. the Cavs at five. Yeah. Uh, next notable pick, we got to see the first ever woman drafted in the form of Kira Lewis Jr. Yeah, look at Kira. One thirteenth overall. She's yeah, look at Kira. Inspiration to all of us. Absolutely. Uh, what was interesting to me was Devin Vassell wasn't even the first Florida State guy taken yeah. because of the Bulls. And Devin Vassell's a stud. Actually, and, and in last episode, yeah. I said that if the Knicks drafted Vassell, I would have been very happy. Isn't Devin Vassell just such a spur? Just a defensive 3 and D he, guy. Who do you remind me of? Who? Kane alumni as well. Yeah. Lonnie Walker. I love Lonnie Walker. Dude, that draft, that draft day photo in the hat's like three inches yeah, off yeah, his yeah, head. Yeah, legendary. The, the I love, yeah, I love that. So composed love that. Lonnie Walker. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Cole Anthony dropped to 15 to the Magic. That's interesting to me. So I think he's going to complement Fultz really well in that backcourt. And yeah. in the frontcourt, they have Aaron Gordon and Booch. Yeah, that's true. Who's their three? I actually don't even know. Terrence Ross, maybe. Oh, yeah, I think you're he right. Is. I think it is Terrence Ross. That's not a bad roster. It's not bad. I don't know Two. how their bench situation is because I'm not a Magic fan. Right. That starting lineup is promising. Yeah, you're not one of the four Magic fans out there. <laughs> yeah, so uh, top three were basically unanimous. Uh, Denny of Diha at nine was interesting to me. Yeah. I think that he is going to work well with the Wizards. I think that that's a good fit. They have a lot of international guys, like Rui Hachimura, like just kind of off the top of my yeah. head. Just getting back to that Denny of Diha at nine. Yeah. I'm – so beyond thankful that, that we didn't take him. Especially given our history with the eighth pick. Yeah. So I'm going to give you the craziest stat of all please, time. Please. Do you know who went the pick before Michael Beasley in that draft? No, who? So we drafted Beasley at eight. Yeah. Steph Curry went at seven. Oh, I actually did. I have seen that before. That's not to say the Knicks wouldn't have traded him because of his ankle problems, but still. We I'm glad that the eighth pick didn't fuck us again. We would have fucked Steph Curry up. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. We would have fucked <laughs> Steph Curry up. That's 100%. how bad the Knicks are. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the first three – the top three were unanimous. After that, it got really interesting. Uh, Hal Burton, the Iowa Curry State guy, to the Kings. Steal at 12. Interesting. Steal at That's 12. just a classic best player available. Like, you yeah. have Fox, you have Buddy Heald, but you can't pass up. Curry so, Hill. most people thought Tyrese Halliburton at 12 was going to be the steal of the draft. Right. And then Sadiq Bey dropped yeah. to 19. Yeah, that was interesting. What team did he end up going to, remind me? So, the Pistons got him yeah. via the Clippers, via the Nets. I already have a headache. Okay. Is, <laughs> yeah. I don't know why the NBA draft is so confusing it's so in that way. dumb. But like, I think it was the Nets pick that they traded to the Clippers, and then the Clippers traded – Halliburton to the, the Kings okay. after drafting him for something else. I'm going to pretend I understand what you said, but got it. Okay, yeah. so Tyrese Halliburton to the Kings, and that was pretty Sadiq Bay to the to the Pistons. Who did the, did the Pistons have the pick before us? And they took oh they took the French point guard right. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Killian Hayes. Yeah, Killian Hayes. They took him. Yeah. I thought we were going to take him if he was available. French yeah. point guards give me a little PTSD because of Frankie Nicotine, but. And then oh, yeah, straight yeah. after the 19th pick with Sadiq Bay, the Heat added an elite forward. In yeah. The form of precious. Yeah. Precious. I think precious. his name is more elite than uh, he anything. And, he, he and, I mean, he and James Wiseman down low is just awesome. Great they were great to see in the three games that James Wiseman decided to play. Yeah. Great <laughs> shout out, Chema. Great name, my precious. Actually, yeah. you love. Yeah, I love that. Uh, he averaged 16 and 11 in his freshman year at Memphis under Penny Carmel. Yeah, he so was like a, be good. 
Oh, wow. Is he going to start? That's guaranteed. He's going to be good. Yeah, he's going to be good. If he won't start, really? I don't know. Um, the one thing that really like surprised me from this draft yeah. is that RJ Hampton dropped to 24. So we were talking about that with the, the Knicks. Knicks had the Knicks 23rd draft. pick and yeah. didn't pick him, and I was very surprised, but then surprised when we traded yeah. uh, the 23rd And we, I think pick. we made the right move. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I'm happy with quickly in a 2023 second round over uh, RJ Hampton. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got draft wise. Yeah, what do you got? one last note, just like a funny thing that Tell I saw. Me. I was looking through who got picked like later in the draft, mm-hmm. and two Cassius's got drafted back and back. No shit, that's interesting. Yeah, Cassius Winston. Uh, and, oh, was it Cassius Stanley the other one? He went to the Thunder at fifty three, uh-huh. um, but then he was traded right after the Wizards. The NBA draft continues to make no sense. Um, and then the fifty fourth pick, as you said, Cassius Stanley had to do went to the Pacers. Got it. Okay. Ooh, interesting. Was that I still think the most surprising thing of the night was having Spike Lee. In yeah. Pick. Spike. I just. I mean, you got a lot Spike. Biggest mind fuck out there. Um, you know. <laughs> Definitely. Spike is just like. I mean, he's an icon. He's what else can you say? He's Spike. He's the guy. Like when you think Knicks, you think Spike Lee. I love Spike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but very interesting draft. We got a great uh, weekend of football ahead of us. A little announcement that I forgot to say because we didn't really talk much Miami Virginia Tech in the last in the po- last podcast. Miami just got their next three games postponed. Yeah, that's bullshit. So that's bullshit. It's COVID, right? Yeah, because COVID cases have been going up here. I mean, they have, but still yeah. annoying. Uh, so we won't be able to talk Miami football for a long time. We're still going to talk a lot of college football coming up. Uh, take Ohio State spread right now. Whatever it is, Indiana is not good. I don't care what it is. I'm going to throw 20 it on it. Be, like, very, very it soon. Be 21. Be yeah. Yeah. And I would still take it. I would still, I would still take it. They're going to win that game. They're going to kill Indiana. Legit. Because big teams show up against pretender big teams. Exactly. And, like, if, you're, in like if you're Indiana, like, I know Michael Penix or Penix is really good. But, like, can a quarterback whose last name sounds like Penis beat Justin Fields? To say, is that it's like the sports gods are not going to allow just a – just balls to beat Justin Fields. <laughs> not gonna happen. Like that's just not gonna happen. But yeah, bunch of good bunch of football coming up, uh, professional and college. Hopefully the Knicks make some moves in free agency. Yeah. The the Yankees just announced that their top priority is re-sign DJ LeMahieu. Please re-sign DJ LeMahieu so I can go to sleep at night. Please, please, please God, I don't oh, care what God. you give him. He apparently does want to be a Yankee. Yeah, he did say which that. Which is really reassuring. You know his agent's been asking for five years, but no one's gonna give him that. He's not gonna, no one's gonna sign until he's thirty seven. Uh, here's my prediction. DJ LeMahieu to the Yankees, four years, $88 million. I would love that. That's, That's my a call. great deal. Especially I think it's reasonable for both sides. Exactly. I think it's reasonable for both sides. Yeah. If the Mets get DJ LeMahieu, I might, yeah. no. I, I might actually like – Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. If the Mets get DJ LeMahieu and yeah. I have to hear about my Mets fan friends – Yeah, shout out to Kevin Jem back home. Yeah. Shout out to Will. Yeah, Kev, shut uh, the fuck up about the Mets. Yeah, dude, nobody likes the fucking Mets. Yeah, dude, the Mets. We get it. You got Steve. You haven't actually. You were last in your division this year. Like, break five hundred, then we'll talk. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, the Mets probably win ninety games. Yeah. Oh, but they're gonna make a lot of moves, yeah. but they're still the Mets until they do that. Exactly. Let's enjoy this we're last ready. bit of savor. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Rip, rip Mets memes. Moment of silence. Yeah. For Mets memes. <laughs> And yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Don't anything to wrap it up, or are we good? I do not have anything left. Chema, do you have anything? Any last thoughts, Chema? Well, I just want to say thanks to our good friends over at Tidy USA. Oh my god! Of uh, course. Oh my god! Of yeah. Course. Uh, 
you know, we've been talking about how much of like a fucking disaster the Knicks have been in the last yeah. year, but like I assure you that like even they could fix that in some. Oh, dude, tie the USA. Okay, listen, listen, listen. James Dolan needs to sell the team, and tie USA needs to buy the Knicks. Yeah, because they will tidy that shit up. They will. They absolutely yeah, absolutely. They really I mean, will. Tie USA. They will do tidy up anything a little better than the Knicks. Yeah, given the difficulty of the situation, probably. I mean, my room. Who knows? But. Tide USA is always there for you. Dylan, what do you got to tell me about it? When Tide USA comes to Miami, I think they'll definitely start generating the capital they need to buy the Knicks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. USA will Just come based to off our dorm. house alone. They'll come to your frat house. They'll come to any college living space. They'll clean it up for you real nice. You get yep. a same-day estimate. If you text them a picture of what your room looks like, Tidy will also buy all the cleaning supplies. Exactly. You just need to provide the trash bags yep. and paper towels. Sick for college kids. We got to save money. I'm personally very much looking forward to Tidy USA coming to the university and FIU next semester. Oh, they're coming to FIU too? Yeah. Wow. That's actually They're just going to run an empire in Miami. I'm telling you, I'm excited Seriously. to just they're see like a clean, over. a clean taking city, over. man. A clean city. Seriously. 